I hear a lot of people complain about marriage, and this has always made sense to me, right? Consider the fact that 50% of all marriages in the United States end in a divorce. For that to be a coin toss, of course people are going to complain about it, right? Factor in all of your investments, right? The money blown during dating, wedding planning, the marriage itself, you know, all the time that you have given away, and now weigh in all of the choices you made with the other person in mind that changed the course of your life. That could be something like choosing to live in a specific area or even having kids at a certain time or even a specific amount of kids. And this all goes without mentioning the love and effort that you put into that relationship. For that to be a coin toss, Marriage is scary, and divorce is even scarier. Of course, it's obvious. Most people know that choosing to marry somebody or choosing to marry at all is a big choice. But it almost seems like we're not self-aware, right? We seem to forget how untrustworthy we are in making that choice and getting it right. I mean, think of everyone you have ever wanted in your life. There are probably a few people in your past who you genuinely would have gone into a marriage with if you could have. And for sure, there's more than one person walking around right now who you talked about your future with and who you planned it with and who you actually saw it with. And I bet you don't even know where they are right now. So, do we really trust ourselves to make the choice? I don't think 90% of people should trust themselves, and I'm not, I'm not excluded from that number. It's scary to think about. And then if you're 50% of married couples, that's not even getting to the divorce part yet. You know, as much as people like simplifying divorce as moving on and leaving something behind. It's everything but moving on and leaving it behind. Divorce follows you. If you're married for a certain amount of time, right, you have to pay alimony. So you're foregoing a big chunk of your earnings to your ex-spouse. Basically, what that means is that you're using your future unrelated earnings that you worked all your career for to pay for something that's supposedly in the past. You know, there's child support, and if not that, then definitely custody battles if there's children involved. And those legal fees are probably more expensive than the wedding itself. And I think that might be the worst part. Because I can't imagine having a son or daughter and not having them with me every single day. I don't care if I'm good with my ex-wife. I don't care if we ended on good terms. Those are my kids and I would never get over that. And on top of that, it's hard for me to think that you would give yourself completely to somebody. Have that blow up in your face. And then 
thinking that it's possible to move on without any trust or personal issues that'll never go away. If, if you're a guy, this is especially important. I can't make up the number, look it up. 90% of women win custody. 10% of men win custody. That's a lot to have at stake. You know, I hate playing the Struggle Olympics, so I'm not one to sit down and argue for hours on who has it worse. I think it's pretty non-controversial to say that divorce sucks for everyone, most for the children. I just take the stance that it sucks for men and say it after that. Like, men definitely have second place. You know, I just doubt that there's a reason that 90% of men don't win custody battles. To me, uh, uh, any disparity that big is beyond an explanation. You know, it seems systemic to me. L let's look at engineering, for example, right? It's a sausage fest. It's absolutely dominated by men. Is that really because so little women actually deserve to be engineers? Or is it because... There is simply some sort of bias in favor of men that allows them to get the upper hand in that industry. For the sake of discussion, right? I don't believe this. Let's just say that men make better engineers than women generally. Are you going to tell me that that alone is enough to explain that big of a difference between the amount of men and the amount of women in the field? I don't think it could ever be. And I think the same is true here. There's a good amount of academic literature that talks about the bias against men in family court. And on, on top of that, 70% of all divorces are actually initiated by women. What I'm saying is that Women need to think marriage three times over and men need to think it over four times over. People are losing their life savings, their children, their homes, their youths over this. And I think that this right here sets me up perfectly for what I wanted to talk about, right? I've never heard the word marriage and reform used together. It feels like too many people are focused on trashing on marriage to actually go the step further and talk about how they could make it better or what comes after realizing that marriage is crap. So as far as I know, marriage reform is something that I made up. But what I think should happen with marriage is that the government get completely out of it. I've, I'm not a fan of the government. You know, I think the government is self-interested, untrustworthy, and they're good for nothing. Even when they try to make something better, somehow they wind up making it worse. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, right? But the biggest reason why gay people couldn't get married until 2012 is because states banned it. Imagine if states had no say in it from day one. Then it wouldn't have taken decades and a Supreme Court case to allow it. I'm not a government expert, I'm not a history buff, but just entertain that thought. 
imagine if marriage was less of a legal matter right less of a contract between you and the law and more of a union between you and the person you are marrying that to me is what i consider to be marriage reform and with this reform because the government is out of it divorce wouldn't be as devastating either but it it almost seems like before we get there, we have to normalize not getting married. Because people expect you to get married. Just like they expect you to have kids. You know, these two things alone, getting married and having kids, are probably the biggest, most critical decisions that anyone could ever make. And for some reason, the assumption is that you'll do it. If you say you won't, People really look at you some type of way. They look at you like you're crazy. And to me, that's funny, right? Because no one expects you to dye your hair. And when you choose not to, nobody looks at you crazy. But when you do something 10 times, a million times more serious than that, then people look at you crazy. These things just don't make sense to me. So... What I understand that we have is a world where genuinely everybody, divorced people, married people, unmarried people, they all trash on marriage. But you're looked at crazy for choosing not to enter it. Because of this, is it really hard to believe that perhaps a lot of people divorce? Because they learned they never really truly wanted marriage enough to begin with? Is it possible we just pressure people into it? Just like we probably pressure people into having kids or a certain amount of kids. Imagine we started seeing marriage and non-marriage as equally normal. And I, I, know, I know it seems like the younger generations are doing this more, right? I'm 20. Men and women my age are putting off marriage until later on in life, much later on in life, later than any other previous generation. And most of them probably won't even get married. Right? It's too early to say, but I'm sure that this would naturally result in less divorce. Right? People are starting to become honest with the life that they want and aren't being pressured into these life-changing contracts. But these folk, they are not the problem. Right. The problem is the young folk that are choosing to get married because studies show that these folk are actually getting divorced at the highest rates out of anybody. And I have my suspicions as to why this is uh, mostly because I think that we use emotion as our primary motivation to pick one person over another. I mean, to me, that's it's obvious why marriages would end like that. Because emotions change, and obviously anything founded on something that fluid isn't going to be the most stable thing in your life. If it is, you're lucky, but you really shouldn't count on it. But regardless, right, making that mistake shouldn't warrant the ruining of lives the way that it does now. And the reason why lives are ruined so terribly now is because of all the legal stuff. There are mothers and fathers who 
want and cannot see their kids. People are losing homes over this. Over over something the government shouldn't even be involved in. The way I see it, until marriage is free of government, it could never just be about love and the people involved. You know, and don't get me confused. Marriage, no matter if in the past, now, in the future, after this reform comes, if it ever does come, it should always be selfless once there are kids involved. Once you have kids, life isn't about you anymore. I don't care what anybody says. You may want to leave the marriage, and that makes sense. But is it really because you need to, right? There are some people who are in danger in their marriage, right? They're getting abused. They're being threatened. They're being manipulated. But that's not most people. And if that's not most people, frankly, the reason you're probably leaving is because a spark disappeared or you have a crush on somebody new. Or I've heard people say that maybe the sex just got bad and boring. All this is stuff people are highly obsessed about. What that shows me is that people with kids who are leaving marriages, most of them, have their own interests in mind and not their kids. If the reason you leave is because you feel like it, you shouldn't have had that kid. You're a kid yourself. I mean, just think about it. The reason why divorce was made to be so messy in America is because marriage was structured specifically with raising children in mind. The idea was that by making marriage serious to enter and difficult to leave, kids had a safety net. If people are quick to leave with all these obstacles in place, imagine how fast they would be to leave if these obstacles weren't even there. But regardless, regardless, the government shouldn't be involved in your personal life. Definitely not what goes on in your home. And I think that this legal stuff has just gone too far. Mind you, this is the same power-hungry government that you know and recognize. Why do we even want them involved? I guess my point is just to say that marriage is scary, divorce is even scarier, and that everyone, really everyone, should sit down and think marriage over a million times. A million and one if you're a guy. And that this needs to be the case no matter what until marriage becomes less of a legal matter. Point blank, not everyone should get married. Simple. Simple. You know, when marriage was first a thing, it was not even all that common. This marriage reform, to me, is a really serious issue because families are being separated. Right? People... Before anybody says anything, I grew up with the fear that my parents would be sent away by ICE. I am personally tied to people who have been deported by ICE. But it strikes me, right, that there's people right now, for years, 
who have been chanting abolish ICE because it separates families. But they forget to think about the willing mothers and fathers, mostly fathers who legally can't see their kids. Immigration issues are important to me, probably more important to me than most other people. And definitely more important to me than anybody who hasn't been to, whose family hasn't been touched by ICE. But let's not pretend like more families are being separated by ICE than by family court. There are people who couldn't have gotten married in the last 10 years because of the government. And that's just not right. These are just my thoughts. Um, I'm no expert, so please let me know what you think. Um, stay safe. Thanks for listening.